You need to remember your why. Why am I doing this? You have to have a why that makes you cry. Welcome to My Empower Project with your host, Erin Rowe. We will discuss nutrition, fitness, becoming your own boss, and just becoming better every day. I invite you to join My Empower Project as we embark, embrace, encompass, and enlighten. Today's guest, Christy Code Red Nickel, brings so much energy to the show. I loved talking with her. You're going to want to listen. Christy, thank you so much for joining My Empower Project today. It's so great to be on here. Thank you for this interview. You have so much experience. I'm just so excited to chat with you as a former professional boxer, a celebrity nutritionist, and a book author of The Code Red Revolution. You have seen it all. (laughs) Along with getting fit and healthy, many clients, they initially strive for weight loss. What are the top three biggest lies around weight loss? This is something that has plagued everybody. I mean, we, including myself. And the top three biggest lies in weight loss are something that I think is very freeing and empowering to finally figure out. The number one, hands down, without a doubt, the number one biggest lie weight loss is that you have to exercise to lose weight. And nothing could be further from the truth. Losing weight has nothing to do with exercise. You cannot out-train your diet. If you've got 40 pounds to lose, there's no way you're going to go on enough runs to burn that off. You'll blow out a knee before you'll make a dent in in your weight loss. And I had to learn this myself the hard way. And we're all taught wrong in college. We're all taught wrong in high school. They're taught wrong in medical school. Number one biggest lie, you got to exercise. Well, I got to start a new exercise program. No, absolutely don't. And you have to eat low fat in order to lose fat. And that is terrible. When you take fat out of things, it tastes like cardboard. And fat is really good for us. We need it to balance hormones and it helps us feel full and it helps us to sleep better. It gives us energy. It helps our skin glow and our nails to grow. But we somehow demonized fat about 50, 60 years ago. And low fat only means when they take the fat out of things, they just add sugar and carbs back into the mix. And it tastes like you know, and you get in this huge insulin spike. So that's the second biggest lie in weight loss. You got to eat low fat. No, eat lots of fat. And the last biggest lie, the third biggest lie is that you have to eat many little meals a day in order to lose weight. And that is wreaking havoc on our system. It jacks up our hormones. It screws up our digestive system. Uh, It is not working. And we were all taught that bull crap in school. And it's just simply, well, you got to keep up with your metabolism. It's not true. It doesn't work. So you got to have to eat your two meals a day. I know Code Red Rebels, we believe in two meals a day. And then don't eat, give yourself a break in between the meals. And that's where the magic happens. So if people could really get a hold of these three biggest rules, the biggest lies, and get that out of their mind and shift their mind, they'd be so much healthier. There's so much information out there that's false, so I'm just so happy that you're spreading the right way. And I know that a lot of things, especially in the boxing ring, comes to mindset. Mindset is huge. Is there one piece of advice that you can give people to actually take the step, to do the work, make the change, and get healthy? Yeah, mindset is everything. I mean, at our events, we focus 100% on mindset. I mean, we don't, we don't focus on, well, like, we have our tools, we know how to get weight off people, but can you keep it up? The biggest thing to focus on, I think, is, you know, the kind of the, kind of the rough and raw and very Christy way of saying it is, you're going to have to want to be thin more than you want the Oreos, you know, more than you want. You got to, being fat has to hurt 
bad enough for you to make the change. And what we teach our rebels is in order to stay focused, you need to remember your why. Why am I doing this? You have to have a why that makes you cry. And we teach our rebels to write down their why and hang it on either their bathroom mirror, their refrigerator, or their car dashboard. Someplace they're going to see it a lot. And it reminds you, I want to be healthy to walk my grandkids down the aisle. I want to fit into my wedding dress. I want to get off my medications. It's got to be a strong enough. Why? Because it's only a matter of time before you pass by those muffins or the cupcakes left over from your five-year-old's birthday party and you're going to want to give in. And your why has got to be strong enough to keep you from saying, Bologna, you have done my health no good in the past. I'm a new person now. So you got to have a strong why. I totally agree. You have to be stronger than your excuses. It takes effort to train your mind in this way, but you have to want it, just like you said. People give me baloney excuses. They say like, well, when can I have my wine after I do this code red thing? When can I have my pizza? And I just say, all that tells me is you're not ready. You have to be ready. And, and you'll know when you're ready. I mean, you've just had it. I, we get, I do best with people at rock bottom. So yeah. Yeah, a lot of people stop, but they just have to be willing to restart, but be really in it. I want to ask you a little bit of a different question. You help a lot of clients and then their children see them. And parents, they're 24-7 role models. How receptive have you seen children in making healthier choices? Yeah, this is a great one. We have a Code Red Kids program, and it doesn't make any money. We don't make any money off our Code Red Kids program, and I actually don't have children on my own. I chose at a very young age, uh, 14 years old, I chose to never have kids, but I love kids, and I have a very strong pull towards the kids, and we have some very sick and obese kids in our society, so I have taken it upon myself to really make sure that I take my time to pour into the children and make sure they understand the importance of healthy eating. But parents underestimate themselves when it comes to being a role model. Those kids, man, parents, moms, dads, they are watching you all the time. And that is, that is the biggest thing I've, that's the biggest thing I've seen. Cause they might think my hair is cool. They might, oh, that Christy is cool. But I don't have as big of an impact as the parents do. Sorry, Aaron, I already forgot your question. I was, I just go off on my own. What advice do I give parents? Is that what you have? I'm just curious how receptive children are to healthier choices. We do underestimate our kids. I'll tell you that. From the events that I've done with kids, they tell me I want to be healthy, but I don't know what to do. They don't understand the difference between a whole orange and orange juice. No, you shouldn't eat the orange juice. Yes, you should eat the orange. And so I find that if we just educate them, educate them, let them have a choice in what they eat, you can have salami with cream cheese wrapped around a pickle, or you can have, uh, you know, you give them choice. Which one would you like? Would you like a banana or a jug of orange? I think they, they are much more receptive. They, they take ownership in it. And also, if you let them help you make the food, they take ownership in it. Guys, your parents, parents, listen to me. It is not that hard to get the kids on board. Just stop buying the crap, moms and dads. You buy the crap. Stop buying the crap. And... Don't make a big deal about it. Just start replacing it with healthy options. They're going to be receptive. All It's all about your attitude, parents. Just be cool about it and give them choices. Let them help them prepare. Let them help shop. If you, I know it's hard going shop with your kids, but let them have that little miniature cart. Let them take ownership in it. They can do it and they're going to be, they're not going to have to come see me in 15 years. Come on. I love that advice. Getting them involved, I'm sure, just is a great influence over them. I love your brand name, Code Red. Why that name? 
when I was in nursing school, uh, I was very, very poor. I grew up very poor. My parents had no money. They were just blue collar working folk and all the money they did have went into our family farm, just trying to keep the family farm around. So there was no money, extra money in our household. So when I wanted to go to college, I had nobody to help me. So I was waiting tables and bartending my way through college. And so, so I was taking a boxing class at a local gym and a boxing coach was watching me through the glass and he comes up to me and said, how long have you been boxing? I said, 44 minutes. And he said, you have a propensity to be a good fighter. And so I said, well, whatever. He goes, you know, you could fight and get paid to fight. And I said, whoa, whoa. Okay. I'm listening. Cause I was so broke. I needed all the money I could to put myself through college. I was in nursing school and I started fighting as a way to earn my way through college. And so before my first fight, my sister said, hey, you need a ring name, sis. And I said, a ring name? What's that? She's like, you know, like Christy Black Widow Nickel. And I said, well, what? I don't know. And she goes, hmm, how about, and my hair was red at the time, how about code red? Code for nursing school and red for your red hair. It was voted the best ring name in boxing history. I mean, it just took off. So long after I retired, I kept the Code Red name. Nobody even knows my last name is Nickel. They just call me Christy Code Red. It's a great name. I love it. I love that story. I know you also strive to help law enforcement and military and EMS. What's the significance behind that? Yeah, uh, we have a huge crisis with our first responders. My dad was a police officer. I come from a police officer and a, a military family. And we created Code Red Protocol, which is weight loss for law enforcement. And I have a real huge respect for law enforcement. I just, I'm drawn to them. I'm pulled to them. And six out of 10 police officers are overweight and three out of 10 are obese. We're losing more police officers to obesity related deaths than we are in the line of duty. This has to change. And that's why I'm bringing up the kids because there's nobody to replace our law enforcement if we don't get these kids healthier as well. So I really, I just love cops. I love cops. I love the cop cars and the cop uniforms. I love them. And I go into police departments and I, I put them on the Code Red Protocol, which is real food, water, and sleep. Get them off the processed crap. Get them off the, the Red Bulls. I mean, they're so sleep deprived. And they, they go from zero all the way to 100. They go from just sitting in their car trying to stay awake, to having to chase a bad guy who's got a gun. I mean, it wreaks havoc on their system. These guys have really, and this is what separates us between, they are the only thing standing away between us and chaos. We've got to take care of our cops, and they need a better way, and Code Red Protocol is a better way. So I have a real soft spot in my heart for first responders and law enforcement. That's amazing, and that actually leads me to my next question. A lot of moms are just working professionals, we're running ourselves ragged. We're overtired, we're dehydrated with no time to eat properly. So what are the dangers of putting ourselves last like this? Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, I can't stand the mommy martyr attitude. And I call my moms out on that. And they think it's noble that they stayed up late and um, oh, stayed up late and I did six loads of laundry. Listen, moms, are you listening to me? Look in my eyes and listen. You are doing nobody any good if you run yourself down and run yourself ragged. You cannot, and we've heard it, we've heard it. Put on your own mask before you put on the guy next to you. Oh, we, we get so, but come on, that is so true. You have got to put yourself first or you are going to get sick. 
you're going to get overweight. If you're get, your libido is going to drop. Your confidence is going to drop. Everything is going to drop. You're going to be just worn out if you do not start stepping up and saying, hold on a second. Mommy needs a second. Guys, get those kids in bed. Get them bathed. Get them in bed. Start putting something in the crock pot. I mean, think ahead. Plan ahead. Get off. Stop scrolling. Stop wasting time, guys. And moms, don't forget what who you are and what you were before kids. You know, you used to love to rollerblade. You used to love to garden. There is time. There is energy. But job one is getting your health under control so you can be a better wife and a better mom and a better in the workplace if you work outside the home. And you can get back to what you love that's not just your kids, guys. So moms, come on. Step up to the line. You're better than this, moms. You can do this. I totally agree. Planning ahead really makes a huge difference. And even if you have responsibilities, you want to enjoy your happiness because life flies by and then you'll have like a hormone issue and a thyroid issue and you want to prevent that. So Christy, before we wrap up, I want to mention something you said to me when we were scheduling our chat. You said, now I go to bed early and I'm a big believer in sleep being very significant to our results in weight loss in anything we want to achieve. How much emphasis do you put on the importance of sleep to regain or maintain a healthy body? I've had uh, 45,000 people come through my challenge and I have written thousands of custom programs. And I've been in this industry 25 years and I'm here to tell you that sleep is the number one biggest factor when it comes to losing weight or maintaining good health. We like to say, or I like to say, you ain't sleeping, you ain't losing. And I've had people say, but Christy, my food, my water is perfect. I just, I don't know what is wrong with me. I, well, I mean, I was up, I was up with my four-year-old all night long, but still, well, there is no, but still. Your body senses the lack of sleep as stress and will hang on to body fat as a way to protect you. That's the bottom line. There's no way to reason with your body and say, well, but my dad was in the hospital and your body goes, okay, well, I'll let you drop another pound this morning. You are not sleeping. You will not lose weight. It's a great way to just run yourself down to an early death if you do not get your sleep. So I am... I am militant, and I teach my rebels militant about my sleep. I wear blue blocking glasses. I, my room is clean. It's cool. It's dark. It's quiet. And we really emphasize it is, uh, we just have seen across the board, if, you're not, if you don't have your sleep under control, your body will not respond. It is only there to protect you. So sleep number one. Totally agree with that as well. I learned that when I was competing in bodybuilding. And I personally, I personally wanted to ask you, I've been dying to ask you this question. I competed in NPC bikini. So I'd love to hear about your transition. I know you did boxing in nursing school, but your transition from NPC to boxing, like how did that take place? Yeah, I, and this was a while ago, this was old school weightlifting, but I overtrained. I trained way too much for my three NPC shows and, and it was, and I placed in the top five in each show and that, that's really cool and everything, but the boxing was a fun workout. And so it really taught me when, when I later on became a trainer, I, I really emphasized to people, do what you love. If it's Zumba, that's fine. If it's weightlifting, that's fine. I mean, I'm a meathead. I love to weightlift. If it's, if it's boxing is fine, but that's what it really, cause I was in phenomenal shape boxing and then I'm still in good shape now at 43 years old and I don't do nearly the volume I used to do. So it really boils down to, and that's what it taught me. I thought there was only one way and that's lifting weights. You have to lift weights. And then when I transitioned into boxing, I learned, shoot, there isn't just one way. Cause I feel and look pretty darn good. And this is nothing like weightlifting. So that's what really the transition taught me and 
And it really taught me that you have to find what works for you. And many things are going to work if you just do them consistently. Well, thanks for sharing that. I want you to tell me a little bit about your book. Who is Code Red Revolution meant for? I mean, I have my target niche. I love working with women in their 50s and 60s that are, that are menopausal and that have had kids and you know all that stuff. But the Code Red Revolution really is a rally cry for people who are so sick of being brainwashed by our society to believe certain things. Then clearly we're the fattest and sickest in human history. Those things ain't working. So the Code Red Revolution book really breaks it down into simple terms. You can, you can read it in chunks. You can read it here, then go over here. Uh, and it's really, you'll just notice that it really speaks to you because the way it's written is the way I talk. And also I read my own audiobook. If you're an audiobook person like me, you can get the audiobook and you can hear my voice telling you just like I'm talking right now. And all the success stories of the different people, you will find that those will resonate with you. I mean, everything from wheelchairs to cerebral palsy to people missing legs to old people, young people. And it's just such, such an inspiring book. In fact, I go back and listen to my audiobook just to re-inspire me. So it's a wonderful book for you if you are struggling to lose weight and you don't know why and you think it's your fault. It's not your fault. You've just been taught wrong. And you're here to teach us the right way. So where can we find you online? You know, podcasters listen to podcasts. So if you want to listen to my podcast, Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, I put out a podcast every week. I'm very real and authentic, and I just say it like it is, kind of like I am right now. Uh, you can always go and follow Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, or you can join our next challenge at 10poundtakedown.com. We'd love to have you. You can lose at least 10 pounds in 30 days just eating real food like steak and eggs and bacon and asparagus. It's good stuff. We'd love to have you on there. Thanks so much, Christy. I appreciate you taking your time. I look forward to following you online. Thanks, Erin. Bye. Bye. I want to give a thank you to Rachel. She is providing you below with the show notes, all of Christy's links, including the info to get involved with her 10-pound takedown, also where you can access my online course, Fit Nomad, where I share my streamlined meal prep strategy with you. Thank you for listening. You can find every episode, including the written versions to read on erinrow.com. Be sure to leave a review because I love hearing your opinions on the topics I shared. Are they new? Are they helpful for you? Tap that subscribe button so you don't miss the future interviews and enlightenment to come. This episode was brought to you by me and only me because I love sharing new ideas with you. Take action to become better. Have a fabulous day.